2: What is this number, uh, Tangent, Rufio? You're the historian, tech guy, podcast genius, digital. Uh, uh, you and Paulina, but what I is it? I think
0: it's uh, 195, this okay. might be. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, let's do whatever it is. Let's do it. It's the Tangent.
0: It's the Tangent
2: with The Fred Show. Giving
1: you all the shit we couldn't talk about on air.
2: Giving you all the shit we didn't talk about on air. <laughs> Giving you all the shit we didn't talk about on air. Oh,
3: my God. Is the voice person here?
2: I, well, I, I know. I just, okay. it, I'm I'm a voice actor. Yeah. basically is what comes... I can do it. I I can do it all. You I I really we, can. Yeah, I can do it all. I can. But by the way, do we bleep shit in the intro? I, I don't... Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, why, so. why would we do that? It's, <laughs> it's a whole thing. The, the premise is that we're not on the air.
1: You just never know. You
3: know? Uh, yeah, I think we just wanted to <laughs> right. just <a> little, <laughs> <say> just hint <laughs> at it, not fully say it.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tangent Live, by the way, February 11th we added more seats and that wasn't like a trick. We uh, we just sort of put a number out there to see who would come. I think the number was like 250 or 200. Filled that up immediately. Whoa. It's free to go and then there are reserved seats if you want that for five bucks and then there's a boy band night concert after that. But you don't have to pay to go nope. if you don't want to. Um, so that's February 11th, uh, 115 Bourbon Street. So Excited. I, I'm a little nervous and I'll tell you why. Because... <laughs> It's it's like anything else we do live. It's one thing to do it in this room with people I know and I'm comfortable with, and it's another thing to do it in front of everybody. Because what if we think something's funny and no one laughs? It's it's almost like we're doing a stand up comedy show in some ways, which it's I'm a little worried about it because this isn't necessarily walk a walk of funny. In fact, I'm not sure. Like you guys are funny. I'm never funny on purpose. I'm usually funny by accident. <laughs> like, when I try and be funny, it's not funny. But then when I'm not trying, you guys laugh. Because, well, because you're laughing at me, which is fine. I've made a whole <laughs> career out of it. I'm fine. I'm fine being laughed at. It's no, great. So then, we should, that then. <laughs> <laughs> we should be good then. Wait a minute. We should be good What do you gonna, mean, wait a just gonna laugh at We're
1: you. not laughing at you. We're laughing with you.
2: Oh. All Today. the time? <laughs> Today. <for> sure. <laughs> See? Today. See? No, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay uh, with people laughing at me. Uh-huh. You know, what I'm not okay with is people misquoting me. That's what upsets me. You can laugh at me all day long. But don't when I say something, don't tell me what it meant cuz you don't know, cuz you're not in my head. Ooh. Also, don't assume the worst. Mm-hmm. You know, there are people out here that just jump to the very worst fucking thing. It's like, why how miserable are you that you're going through your life peaked? To find everybody else's fault or everybody else's misstep or every opportunity to complain about something. Like, that's a lot of energy that you're wasting. Like, why go through life like that? I just don't understand.
3: Yeah, I do feel like no one gives anyone the benefit of the doubt anymore. No, I tweeted that, like, a couple weeks ago. It's just kind of crazy, like, especially if someone, like, knows you. Like, wouldn't that be your first thing to, like, try to figure out, like... Okay, they didn't intend it to be like how I'm taking it. So oh, I'm yeah. torn about that. I am. All, all um, to her point, not that's what you're saying. Because no, you're no, saying no. it's asshole yeah, like, d- shit. Like that's just asshole shit. But for you, it's like I, I get that. I'm trying to be better with like yes, the intention. But then sometimes I'm like. I remember people know exactly what they're doing, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, I'm so torn. like ugh. I don't know. the longer you have a relationship with someone, like you know their character and their heart. and so if they're doing something that's or saying something that's out of character, mm-hmm. it, they probably don't mean it in that way. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I don't think people are so calculated all the time. I mean, some mm-hmm. people are for sure. Mm-hmm. But people you know and love, of course, like you've had such a long history with them, like, of course they're not. I don't know.
2: I just I think like if, if you're if there are people out there every day lying, cheating, stealing. Um, you know, bigots, racist, just just shitty people. And mm-hmm. they and they they tell you who they are. Like right. you don't have for to sure. dig for, for sure. it. They tell you who they are. And those call those people. If if you insist on being this vigilante out here trying to save the world, there's plenty of people who are just right out here doing it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But but what's funny is this like people I feel like a lot of people want to be a victim somehow. A lot of people want to attach themselves to situations that, that they don't really have anything to do with, mm-hmm. and, and then you know people want to call everybody out for everything, and I think they think they're doing a good thing, and and I don't maybe in some cases, but like in other cases, I'm just I think it's kind of sad. I mean, you you literally are you're going through your life and you're just waiting for someone to do something so that you can call it out, can call them out. But mm-hmm. well, what makes you first of, all, first of all, first of all, why you? <laughs> Honestly, I know, yeah. and second of all, why even do that to yourself? Like, why why even harbor that? Like, life's hard enough as it is. Life is very hard. Like, if everybody minded their own shit, we might be in a much better place.
3: Yeah, we're all humans, and humans, are by design, make mistakes. All Facts. of us. We're humans raising humans and interacting with humans, and not not one of us is perfect. Mm-hmm. So there's going to come a time where you make a mistake, and you would want someone to give you grace. So it's a little bit... Um, hard yeah. to understand. and people have more access to others now than they did before. Like you used to just think, you know, naughty thoughts or mean thoughts about someone, but now it's like mm-hmm. with social, you have so much mm-hmm. access to tell them right away and people are getting more comfortable not keeping those thoughts that we all have inside yep. of their own head.
2: Well, and it's nothing new, um, that people just want to be angry and offended. That's been going around for a while, yeah. but it's, that's another one and i get it you know we're we're in the pub we're we're public figures i guess yeah. and we do this show a lot of people listen to it and i'm grateful for that and i i also understand that it, i should just accept that this comes with the territory but for some reason i'm i'm often too sensitive like Same. it really bugs me because mm-hmm. i actually like give a shit about what people think of me and when you take little tidbits out of context, or you decide what I meant, or someone else on this show meant, or you decide what that action means, or you share, you know, your, your experience out of context or whatever, and it's like, now you're an asshole, or now, now you're a shitty person, or now you're, you know, whatever, and it's like, wh- what? Like, wh- hmm. I don't know. I, I, I guess it's like, maybe I, should, I just shouldn't care, because I, I know the truth. But I spend a lot of money on therapy to try and deal with this shit, it's and hard. I, I'd like to spend the money on something else. Quite frankly,
3: yeah, yeah, no kidding. I just
2: got my uh, my you know I pay every week, but our insurance doesn't really cover much of the in, uh, of of therapy, right? And it really doesn't cover mine because she's not in network, and so I pay every week, and then at the end of the year you can submit. Uh, the claim, and then get some of the money back after you've hit the copay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I get like the super bill of how much I paid for therapy in a year. Oh my gosh, how oh. much was it? And I'm like, fuck. A lot. Uh, what you don't have it? to
3: say if you don't want to, but twelve grand. Yeah, wow. for the year. Wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Holy shit. It's uh, it's basic. Yeah, yeah. It's like two hundred some somewhat dollars right? each time. Yeah, it is.
3: It sure is. Is And so
2: times four, you know, times 12. Oh,
3: you go every week, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's a psychiatrist as well, She is a
2: psychiatrist, yeah. So it's probably over. I mean, I could probably get therapy for less. Um, But at the time I met her, I was dabbling in, you know, trying to figure out if I needed anti-anxiety meds or whatever. Yeah. And so I just went to the... I, I went to an actual psychiatrist and then it turns out she does her. therapy and I right. liked her. And so, you know, that's not really anything I dabble with, but I could if I wanted to and needed to. And I I think more people who, uh, who if you're taking anti anxiety meds and they work for you, that's great. And I'm not a doctor. This is not medical advice. Mm-hmm. But I will say I also know a lot of people who they just go to their general practitioner and they most general practitioners will toss a couple things at you and you know if it works great. But like I encourage people who are thinking about going on any kind of medication, like go to the specialist, mm-hmm. talk to the specialist, because it turns out some of the stuff that I may have been doing before was not actually the right thing for me to do. Mm-hmm. And it's because the person who was advising It's not their specialty. I know. It's it's, not what they do. It's
3: crazy. Like I had a doctor tell me, you know, that that one antidepressant would work for me because it worked for my mom. And that's just the only way that they thought to figure out what I should take and then later on they have this new thing where you can do a cheek swab and they can test how you'll metabolize it and that was my number one do not take doesn't work for me Mm. so it's like science is getting pretty cool so yeah definitely go to a specialist and also like even if you are on meds like talk therapy is always a good idea I mean even if you're in the best state of your life like I mean it's always good to have someone who's like unbiased hearing you out, right? Yeah, no, Mm -hmm. I
2: agree. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that that general practitioners don't know about anti-anxiety meds, but what I am saying is, in my experience, again, not medical advice, is most of them, there's one or two or three things they'll prescribe because they know about them, but there's a lot more on the menu Mm -hmm. that they probably won't prescribe because they don't know as much about it as as a psychiatrist, someone in that field would. And so you might even be, whatever you're on might help, but you might be doing yourself a disservice. Maybe there's something more appropriate for you. Anyway, not medical advice.
3: But right. I hear you. Bottom
2: line is, I pay too much money. But yeah. I. But it's money well spent. I consider it an investment in myself. Yes. Because it really helps me.
3: It's hard to find someone you like. So the fact that you found someone, just I mean, if you can make it work, make it work. Of that's course, awesome. she's
2: expensive. That, that, that's just that's how it is. I like everything that's ex- immediately expensive. <laughs> it's like me oh, too. I like that better. That one's more. I'll take it. Like what? Huh? <laughs> of course. Why? Yeah.
3: Do you talk about us in therapy?
2: I, no, 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 no. I talk about, I talk about work, but it's more conceptual. I don't have a problem with you guys. That's good. I mean, I don't. I don't think
3: you did. Yeah.
2: No, I never, I really never have. I mean, there have been challenges over the time of doing this, personnel challenges, and I have talked about those, but it's been a long time since I've had to do that. Um, which is something I'm really grateful for, by the way. It's something I don't take for granted. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Because and I'm not saying here necessarily, but like other... I've, I've worked on other teams that are very dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. And people are mean and people have their own, you know... And I'm, again, I'm not being specific. I'm really talking about prior to moving here. Um, and sometimes you don't have any control over that because they decide, you know, what the especially early in your career, they decide who you're going to work with and what it's supposed to sound like and how it's supposed to go. And you don't have any real say in it. Of course. Um, But I, you know, I'm sure there are times when you guys are frustrated with me or vice versa or whatever. But in the end, it's like, I, I wouldn't pick any other people, you know? So, Mm -hmm. so no, I'm super, that's one of the things I'm most grateful for is I don't have drama in my family and I don't have drama at work.
3: That's awesome. Yeah. I want to knock on wood though, or something. Right. You're like, something.
2: that's awesome because I feel differently about yo ass. <laughs> no, no, I, was, I
3: get nervous saying things like that out loud because I'm very superstitious. So I feel like the second I'm like, I haven't gotten a speeding ticket in years. Yeah, like, you're gonna yeah, get one. <laughs> I'm like, yep. I get nervous. Well,
2: there are certain things I, I guess I say out loud because I do like to manifest them. Right. And it's a reminder to me to be aware because I I I have this problem. I can go through daily life, and I almost feel like I'm watching myself. Or, or or not even like I'm watching myself, but I almost feel like I, I'm not even present. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's very difficult for me to be present because my brain is like, it just spins and I can go in so many other directions other than the one that's happening right now. And I have to think about being like conscious about being present. And I have to be conscious about the things that I appreciate because otherwise, I don't know. Oh, I yeah. just cruise. And before long, like Monday, because I'm, I'm, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm looking forward to Friday and then it's Friday and I'm like, did I really even immerse myself in whatever the hell I did all week? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I think about it all the time. Think about your routines. I mean, I get up, I take a shower, and I don't really even physically wake up until I'm sitting at that desk out there waiting for you guys to show up. And it's like, I I just did a I drove a I drove a, a steel object, <laughs> right? I operated a machine, but it's mm-hmm. so autopilot, same, you know. And it's like I don't even, I didn't even think about that. That's frightening. What the hell did I run over?
3: <laughs> I think that every day on my way in.
2: Right. So I guess I try and be more present, but anyway, and, exactly. and, and I try and be more grateful too. Yeah. There's a lot of things I think I've taken for granted over the years that I, and, and I think sometimes it's easy to get caught up on the minutia and there's a fucking lot of that around here.
3: Hmm. I write little notes like around my apartment, like as reminders. Cause I mean, that's difficult for me too.
2: Like Fred still sucks and you just, (laughs) yeah. yeah. How did
3: you you know? know? How did you know? (laughs) No, it's nice to like look down and be like, oh, I am
1: lucky. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I I try it. That's nice. I have a text thread to myself like yeah. I'll text yeah like I like you that. like I and I look back like what I was praying for two oh, years ago that. versus my life right now love that. And, like I'm hella grateful because it was totally different whoa I so, like that yeah I do that because I struggle with staying in the moment or like appreciating the current because I'm yeah. already thinking like oh well I should do this and this and this, mm-hmm. this. like no like you should enjoy this like you yeah. know so it's it's a lot yeah
2: I have another problem where and I think this is true in my relationships where I'm and, and it's funny because I say this and like people that I'm talking to or that I have dated listen to this and then they decide that it's about them and they like to tell me that. <laughs> oh, and it's like, it's, it's not really like, and I don't expect to be called out, but I guess I should again expect it because that's what we do. But I, I'm f- far more excited by the chase than I am about the acquisition. Like, and, and it's been true with work and and it's why, like if I'm being really candid and I don't I don't even know how, I don't know how it works anymore, and especially for a lot of you guys who started in Chicago and worked your way up. Mm-hmm. But, but for me, as soon as I got into radio, I wanted my own show in Chicago. Like, that's what I wanted. And it took 12 years plus to get it. But it's like, there was always something to work for because I was constantly trying to move up. I see. Which in itself can be a, can be perilous because you know some because sometimes the process of getting to where you're supposed to be is not the one that you think it's supposed to be, and so you get frustrated along the way. It's like wait a minute, why did this person get that and that person get this, and why not at one me when there's a plan, and you have to just trust the process or whatever. But the problem is, then you get to the kind of the top, and I I, I would say, as far as I'm concerned, this is the top for me in my career, and then you have to figure out how do you. Now you got what you wanted. So, how do you keep what you wanted? And sometimes keeping it is not as much fun as climbing. Yep. But yet, I don't really want to go anywhere else. But it's, I think it's true in relationships, it's true with business. I want, you know, I fight, fight, fight for this to happen, then it happens. And then I'm like, fuck, now what? <laughs> yeah. Like, now, yeah. now what's the next thing? And I don't know if I think that's healthy. But I also think that if you don't, for me, if I stopped having that mentality, then I, I think I would get complacent. You know, so I, I do I think it's healthy? Probably not. But do I think it would be healthy if I were just like, Yeah, well fuck it. Yeah, I made it. Eh. <laughs> I hope it you know, I don't know. I hope I get to keep it. Eh. Yeah. I feel like you I feel like that's the that'd be the kiss of death,
3: yeah. don't do that. yeah, please. I don't think that's the move. But that's a good question, though, like, yeah, like how do you even even motivation. I know we're all motivated in this room, of course, by what we do and our listeners and everything. But sometimes you ever question that, you're like, damn, like am I giving everything? Am I giving like, you know what I mean? Like as if I was if this was me still trying to like hustle and climb and do all these things, right? I don't know. I think about that too well, and
2: kind of about that. I mean, there are a lot of people in our business who, are constantly convinced that they're going to get fired. and I, I don't have that. It's not that I it's not that I'm worried about getting fired as much anymore. but I what I am self-conscious about is I sometimes wonder, why the fuck does anybody care? You know what I mean? like the product and I, and I, I don't have to answer that. like no one has to have an answer to that because because fortunately, a lot of you just do, you know and and we care about you and the whole thing. but like I guess that's the product is us and sometimes i wonder like am i good enough to do like it's me so am i interesting enough am i good enough am yep, i thanks. can i come up with enough ideas to make this last another 10 15 years because i'm i'm earning we're all earning people's time every day so how do how why me you know what i mean and like how do i keep it interesting and how do i how how do you keep it moving for another decade or two decades or however long we're supposed to do this cuz it's not as if we go to work every day and if we sell the most shit then we get to stay or if we make the most widgets we get to stay like it's we come to work and it's like this sort of arbitrary standard and we just hope that people keep listening <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of a weird thing, and and if anything, that's what I kind of picks at me. A lot of radio guys I know are like, they're gonna fire me tomorrow. I not I don't deserve it. They're gonna fire me. It's like I don't know about all of that. Um, they might fire me, and it won't be because I didn't work hard. But I think sometimes it's like, how the fuck. How do you keep this going for another 20 years? Like, I don't know.
3: Because I think you just look for new goals to chase. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is like what you always dreamed of, but there's like so much more mm-hmm. that could be done and like things to look forward there's to. There's more
2: outside this room to life?
3: <laughs> no, I
2: mean, even you, in this no, room. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you saying, <laughs> wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you saying there's more to life than than being number one on the radio?
3: I'm saying there's more to life of the, for this show. I'm oh, saying this show, there's you'll have more goals. you to tell goals, me about that. Huh? I don't know.
2: You'll have to, yeah, you'll have to send me a recap of what happens. out uh.
3: <laughs> I think we have fun things to look forward to. No, it's we true. just always find things.
2: You guys don't ever think about that though? You don't ever think like, why me? Or you just, you just accept it. Like it is not why me, but it, fortunately it is me like you know yeah. what I'm saying like do you, mm-hmm. you don't ever think like that uh, i think i
0: oh, i always do i always think like why do people care why do people want to talk to me why do people care what i have to say why do people want to listen to me like cuz yeah. i i think i go the opposite way of like someone that is super confident like whatever that like you just know you're going to come in and crush something whereas like i'm like oh i'm probably going to fail at this when i try it but i also think like that Keeps you humble, and mm-hmm. I would never want to be the complete other side. I do think there's a middle that I'm kind of always searching for because mm-hmm. I don't think I'm owed or deserve anything. So like, there's mm-hmm, like two mm-hmm. different sides of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's finding that middle ground.
2: One, well, it's a to your point, it's kind of a positive negative, a double edged sword because I obviously we we all sort of. Uh, elevate our our real personalities. You know, I think we take who who we really are and we sort of bump it up a little bit. Like, I've, the analogy that I love is that people in radio are cartoon versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. But some people are putting on a total fucking act.
3: Yeah, that. I'm like, oh. like
2: mm-hmm. ugh. And so, mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I, I don't think any of us do that. No. Because that would be really hard to maintain, in my opinion. It's enough energy just to share you know, yourself and interact with people in this form, in this sort of concentrated form every day. But the, the flip side of that is if it doesn't work and people don't listen, then that's on you. <laughs> that's because <laughs> of you. You know what I mean? And it would suck either way because whether you're playing a character or you're just being yourself. But if I were playing a character every day, like truly being something that I'm not and it didn't work, then I, all the, the whole time I'd be like, well, should I have just been myself? You know what I mean? And it's like, well, I guess I guess that's one good thing is I get to come to work. I get to say what I think I get to uh, within reason. I get to be myself to Jason's point, all the insecurities, all the fuck ups, all the imperfections and take it or leave it. You know what I mean? So at least at least you don't have to also pretend to be someone else.
3: It kills me when people do that because I think like people will observe like other successes or the way other people do things and then like try to emulate that. Mm -hmm. But like there's truly only one of each of us. So like why would you want to be anyone else? I don't know. It's just crazy to me. Like it's. it's Well,
2: because you don't think people will accept you for you because I think it's harder sometimes to be yourself than it is to be some bullshit other person and lie about everything.
3: Yeah, but it's so obvious when you're doing that. I don't know. I I just I don't know why people think that. Who they are isn't perfectly fine. Mm-hmm.
2: But. Yeah, maybe someone told them. I mean, I, you know, I don't know.
3: Yeah, just don't like copy other pe- what other people do. Just do your own thing. Just be
2: you, yeah. man. Be you. <laughs> it's very mm. odd. Well, once again, I didn't mean to talk about any of this. <laughs> Everyone go get their uh, Ignite the Spirit calendar. And
3: You got to go find that chick, man. I, I do. She's on furlough. She's on vacation. That's she, good. She wasn't <laughs> flirting
2: with me, though, so I think she probably has a boyfriend, which is cool. She's really good looking.
3: Well, maybe she didn't want to flirt in here, but she's oh. beautiful. You well, know. I don't mean to. She was all business. Yeah, sometimes you... Once Plus,
2: I've seen the other dudes. I'm looking at the other dudes in this calendar and like...
3: Hey, you never know.
2: Look at this, look at this guy. He's got that V thing
0: oh
2: going. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the sex and and it's, it's not only does he have that V thing going at the waistline, mm-hmm. but he's got like, it's like veiny. It's veiny too. Oh yeah, Lord you know Jason. what I mean. He's going you in
0: the right direction, you know? That's
2: the sex someone line. got a, his spirit ignited right there. Right. Oh, my
1: spirit's
2: <laughs> ignited. <Shit>. <laughs> <laughs> my spirit. <laughs> Jesus, take the calendar away from him. We all know what he's going to do with it here. Oh, no. (laughs) Not here. Not here. Dang it. Thanks for listening to The Tangent.
1: This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more.